Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Cowboys Talk, the Dallas Cowboys discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, you all know who I am, so let's just not waste any more time because I definitely am looking forward to saying what I have to say on this one. Because ladies and gentlemen, as you already know, the Dallas Cowboys are nothing but an absolute joke. What an absolutely atrocious, repulsive, repugnant, and disgraceful performance by such an overrated and overhyped team that clearly thought that they were better than anyone, even though they came into this game after not having beaten anybody. Okay, you beat the New York Giants, you beat the New York Jets, you beat the freaking New England Patriots. What does that tell you, okay? Teams that are really not that good. Now, the New York Jets did pull off the win against the Denver Broncos, and the good thing out of that is that Nathaniel Hackett got back at Sean Payton, but that's another story for another time. But still, the Cowboys beat a combined teams that all have losing records. And when I strongly insisted on the fact that Dallas honestly beat nobody, of course, a certain fan base decides to hit me back and say, I'm nothing but a hater, I don't know what I'm saying, yada yada yada. I mean, that's Cowboys Nation in a nutshell, right? Well, you know what? They can say whatever they want, but you know what? Then again, I'm the one that's going to tell the truth. This team should be absolutely ashamed of himself. And Dak Prescott says in the post-game conference that he, quote, didn't see it coming, unquote. You know what? It's not only Dak Prescott that supposedly didn't see this coming. The entire team didn't see this coming. I mean, I knew that something like this could have happened because I knew that San Francisco outclassed Dallas in every single category. Now, granted, coming into this game, San Francisco had not faced much of a challenge, but I did, in fact, point out that between Dallas and San Francisco, San Francisco is the team that's easily more capable and prepared of facing and beating a challenge. The same could not be said about the Cowboys, and that's exactly what happened. 42-10. to 42-10, need I say more? I mean, that's, that score, the final score speaks for itself. I mean, that tells the whole entire story. Dak Prescott f uh, forcing the turnovers just like I knew he would. I mean, I, what was that, like a total of four turnovers? I mean, three interceptions? Huh. This Cowboys offense was just absolutely horrible. Aside from that one particular scoring drive with K with Kayvon, uh, with, with Turpin, you know, scoring magnificently. Other than that, it was just an absolute embarrassment. The defense started off somewhat respectably, but that quickly went downhill because, you know, especially with the offense not doing anything and the defense just, you know, getting exhausted just like that. But at the same time, the defense looked absolutely horrible too because I'm telling you, the San Francisco 49ers offense... Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Ayuk, you know, George Kittle. Those guys just made it look way too easy. Brock Purdy is now 10-0 as a regular season starter. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. <laughs> you know, honestly, watching this game, honestly, I... I I, I kid you not, I was laughing my butt off. I, honestly, some would say that Stephen A. Smith is enjoying himself. I mean, no, no, no. I was, I was the one enjoying myself big time on this one, okay? Because all week, hearing it from those fans, oh, we're going to beat the 49ers. Oh, Dallas has got this. I'm like, no. No, 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 no. You don't understand, but they would not let me talk. I swear. 
At my work, I talk to members of Cowboys Nation. They just do not get me. They don't want to get me. They don't even want to let me explain. Again, they just say, they just say I'm a hater. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm honestly surprised that one of them didn't even take it as far as reporting me to my manager for saying for, for, for saying such negative things about the Cowboys. But then again, the GM probably would have said, well, Alex has been doing this for a while. Alex knows what he's saying. Because my GM does, in fact, have my back, and I've certainly got his. Uh, I, would, I, would, I would imagine, you know, I'm curious to ask him, I wonder how many people left uh, during, the, during the game. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if he said, uh, you know, more, more than 50% of the, of the Cowboy fans, definitely. But uh, three interceptions by Dak Prescott. I mean, Dak Prescott's just been absolutely horrible, especially against the 49ers. But in the case of Dak Prescott, for so many years, I mean, specifically for like the past four or five years or so, I have pointed out that against the horrible teams, Dak Prescott can easily throw for anywhere between 250 to 400 yards and have three touchdowns. But against the good teams like the 49ers, then yeah, it's a completely different story. I mean, so like I said, against a horrible team like the New England Patriots, I mean... We, we we just saw how we just saw how that ended up happening. I mean, the New England Patriots just got shut out at home by the New Orleans Saints, lost thirty four to zero. So, it just goes to show just how horrible the New England Patriots are. I mean, the New England Patriots just scoring three points in the last two weeks, and like just being outscored by over seventy points, if my math is correct. But the bottom line is, so Prescott went twenty eight for thirty four for two hundred sixty one yards against the Patriots. Okay, and in this one he goes 14 for 24 for 153 yards, one touchdown, and three interceptions against the 49ers. So that once again brings up the fact that against the horrible teams, Dak Prescott can easily excel, but against the good teams, he's absolutely terrible. The inconsistency is shown. The inaccuracy, I mean, Dak Prescott, again, is a completely different quarterback against the good teams than he is against the bad teams. And he says after the game, once again, that he, quote, did not see it coming, unquote. But like I said, I mean, this entire team didn't see it coming because, and I'll tell you why, because they thought that somehow, someway, they were still better than everybody. But once again, after how many times I have to say it, because Cowboys Nation doesn't, doesn't get it, Dallas didn't beat anybody going into this game. When you have a 3-1 uh, record and the three wins are against horrible teams, that's nothing to brag about. You can be proud of it if you want, but it's nothing to brag about. It's nothing to basically say, oh, look at us, we're 3-1, and one. we're one of the best teams in the NFC. No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So I can't stress it enough to say that the Cowboys got exactly what they deserved. Okay? Maybe a humble experience, but I think it's way beyond a humble experience. The Cowboys got their butts kicked because they honestly absolutely suck. <laughs> I mean, Tony Pollard, 8 carries for 29 yards, and that was an embarrassing fumble by the guy. Man. And George Kittle. Three catches for 67 yards and three touchdowns. And that particular trick play, he just made it look so easy. That opening to score, he made it look too easy. I mean, the 49ers offense and defense, I mean, the 49ers just make it, made it all look too easy. And out of it, they just basically exposed the heavy incompetence of the Cowboys. They exposed the Cowboys as overrated, overhyped incompetent, and honestly, as a horrible team. The 49ers were... The, the 49ers basically outcoached the Cowboys. They outplayed them and everything. I mean, overall, the 49ers proved to the Cowboys that they are better than them, and they know it.
to quote the AEW world champion Maxwell Jacob Friedman, who is better than you, and you know it. The 49ers are better than the Cowboys, and they know it. The Dallas Cowboys are horrible, and they know it. <laughs> That's the God's honest truth. Man. Honestly, I, I feel like it, it really could have it, it could have gone worse. You know, if Brock Purdy had not been pulled out of the fourth quarter, it probably would have been 49-10, to 10, honestly. <laughs> and honestly, even Dak Prescott found himself benched because you know, Cooper Rush, you know, got put in the game as well. So, uh, I'm just basically, you know, I'm just curious to see, you know, what, what kind of week this team has, you know, at, at, at practice. <laughs> Uh, but th th this team just shouldn't shouldn't even feel good about itself. I mean, I I just don't understand how Dak Prescott can say that he didn't see it coming. You know, the 49ers just you know coming in as the great team as they were, but then the Cowboys under have should have understood that they haven't beat anybody good. But he says he didn't see it coming. I mean, the, another way that the 49ers made an example out of the Cowboys, they they exposed them as frauds. So they exposed the incompetence, you know, the over the overrating, the the overhyping, and you know, of course, they're, they're frauds. I mean, the Cowboys are in fact frauds. <laughs> There's no question about it. So, man, so they they went into Santa Clara, California, and just basically just got completely destroyed and absolutely embarrassed. Ugh. <laughs> oh. You know, and honestly, at this point, you know, and the fact that coming into the season, a lot of critics insisted that the Cowboys were a Super Bowl contender. I mean, that's another thing that basically the 49ers exposed that that is just, uh, that's the overhype right there. Honestly, the Cowboys are not even fit to make the freaking playoffs, and but they're still in, in second place because once again, the NFC East has basically been reduced to being a horrible division because the New York Giants are 1-4 and four and the Washington Commanders are 2-3. and three. And both both those teams are on three game losing streaks. So the Cowboys being three and two and, and still being in second place behind the five and zero Eagles. I mean the Cowboys are just lucky to be in second place. But hey, even second place in the NFC East doesn't guarantee you a playoff spot. So, and even if Dallas were to stick in the playoffs, it's not like they make it past the first round. So yeah, let's, so let's basically yeah. There's no hopes. There's basically uh, no reason to keep your hopes up because. The next game at, on the road against the Los Angeles Chargers on the 16th on Monday Night Football. You know, particularly that day, I'm actually supposed to. I'm actually going to be traveling to Los Angeles, so I guess the Cowboys aren't the only team traveling to LA. I'll be there as well. Now I won't be at the game. I'm not sure if I'm going to watch it or not because I'm going to be ha hopefully going to be hanging out with my good buddy Steve. Well, I definitely will. Not hopefully. I definitely will. But maybe I'll be watching the game with him. I don't know. Or maybe we'll be do, doing something different. But. After that, it's the bye week, and then they got the Cowboys got the home game on, on the 29th against the Rams, and thankfully I'll be able to work that day. So, moving forward, the, the Cowboys' schedule is just, it's its not even a joke. So, I mean, aside from the fact that they're playing the Giants and the Panthers, but, uh, hey, you never know now, could you? So the Cowboys are that horrible. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if the Panthers you know, nearly actually humiliated them. Huh. Oh, but this Dallas Cowboys team, man. Couldn't do anything. I mean, again, aside from that scoring drive, and you know when the when the Cowboys got the ball back for the second half, I mean, it started out as a as a promising drive, but just immediately sputtered, and the Cowboys had to settle for a 50, 50 yard field goal. I will say the Cowboys kicker, uh, Brandon Aubrey, I believe his name is. I mean, this dude's actually pretty damn good. I mean, you know, he he used to actually play real football. Of course, here in America they call it soccer, but we all know uh, 
it's football. <laughs> but looking at at it, uh, yeah, Brandon Aubrey. I mean, this dude's actually been is actually doing you know, very very good. So, <sighs> but man, this team. I mean. Jaywon Chris, you know, got to the quarterback. You know, Micah Parsons, you know, the last two games have actually been kind of, he's actually been on, on, on a bit of a struggle. So, I mean, Micah Parsons, you know, really got, you know, badly, you know, humbled in this one. So, I mean, the, the running game, the Cowboys running game was just completely easily shut down. I mean, I mean, for Prescott to only have 153 yards, I mean, it's just, damn. I mean, the total yards the Cowboys had, you know, was less than 200 and while the 49ers had over 400 yards, I mean, Cowboys only had eight first downs, while the 49ers had 25 first downs. Man. Bad Prescott got sacked four times, and the ball and, and the time of possession for the 49ers 37 minutes and five seconds, while Dallas had 22 minutes and 55 seconds. I mean, the 49ers just ran the team all over the field, just absolutely embarrassed them. And again, you know, the Cowboys got exactly what they deserved. Coming to this game, you know, thinking, you know, just being completely arrogant. You know, I don't care what anybody says. The Cowboys came to this game arrogant. And they paid the price. Arrogance has a hefty price. You want to come to a game and just act, and, and be arrogant and thinking that you're, you're, you're somehow going to pull it off because, just because you have a 3-1 record, but again, you didn't beat anybody that's even any any relevant? Huh. Now, the Jets, you know, is a little, again, a little bit different from, from the Broncos, but still. Every team that the Cowboys have beaten so far, you know, with a losing record, seriously, you think that you have any chance against the 49ers? And the 49ers completely exposed them. So, maybe this time, the down the downfall could very well now start, honestly. So now, you know, against the Chargers next, we know, dealing with Justin Herbert and, of course, you know, Kellen Moore, the for, former Cowboys offensive coordinator. I mean, you know, based on how bad the offensive play calling was yesterday and just how bad the offense and everything was, you know, now you're thinking, you know, and of course, you no, know, we're reminded Mike McCarthy never should have been calling plays. I mean, when I learned that Mike McCarthy was going to be calling the plays, I just said, well, let's just wait and see how things go. And what we saw yesterday, well, yeah. I mean, honestly, speaking of Mike McCarthy, the dude's job should now be on the line. He should be on the hot seat now. So if the Cowboys have another embarrassing season, honestly, he should be fired, but I doubt that he will. And even if he was fired... I wouldn't even know who would be who would be the guy to replace him, but as I've said millions and millions and millions of times, as long as Jerry Jones is in control, there is no hope whatsoever. So it doesn't matter if Mike McCarthy gets fired. It doesn't matter who takes over. As long as Jerry Jones is around, nothing's gonna change. So, you know, honestly, right now, the Cowboys shouldn't even bother, you know, thinking about giving Dak Prescott another extension. I feel like you know Dak Prescott. So basically, like, finish out the contract and then just basically let him walk. I mean, enough is enough. <laughs> enough is enough. <laughs> and, and, and the stuffing is only going to continue. I mean, I, I, I can't see the Cowboys beating the Chargers. I, I can't see them beating the, the Rams because now this team is, is, is honestly fully exposed. The Chargers and the Rams, could, and, and especially the Eagles, they just may, they, they, they just may do what the 49ers did. Now that I mean, I wouldn't be surprised you know, if, move, if moving forward, you know, Dallas gave up way too many points in moving forward, and, and basically got embarrassed every single week. I mean, if that if, if, if that were to happen, could you imagine if Mike if, if Mike McCarthy got fired midseason? That's definitely not going to happen. But can you imagine? Damn. Oh, this team is an absolute joke, and what I saw yesterday didn't surprise me at all because again, the Cowboys got exactly what they deserved. 
And again, the 49ers, honestly, could they could have done worse. They easily could have done worse, but, well, 42-10, that simply tells the story. And the Cowboys, honestly, probably will not recover from it. But at this point, I'm, I'm convinced, well, it's going to be a long, it's going to be a long rest of the season now. It's going to be a long rest of the season, and the Cowboys will have nobody to blame but themselves. The coaching staff, everybody. Because again, at the end of the day, this is a team effort. A team effort. So, again, Cowboys outcoached, outplayed in every single category. The 49ers deserve massive praise because they easily made an example out of an overrated team that thought they were better than anybody. So the 49ers showed this is what happens when you are arrogant and you have no respect for the opposition. Well, that's what happens. You get your butt kicked, you get embarrassed, and that's exactly what happened to Dallas. Again, it's their own fault. Ladies and gentlemen, Cowboys Talk, as you know, is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Please do me a favor. Hit the subscribe button and please be sure that you hit the notification bell because I want to be sure that you're not going to be missing out on any exciting upcoming content in the near future. Thank you very, very much, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good one and God bless.